Welcome. This is PER Podcast. Perception, Epiphany, and Realization. That's the ingredients for me to enlightenment. Having perception, epiphany, and realization. I'm going to read a chapter from the book, The Kabbalion, which is the laws of Tehudi. And um, this, this book is kind of like the 48 laws of power, but but it's a it's like the the spiritual laws and um i'm going to read the chapter called the mental universe and i'm going to speak i'm going to stop like hearing and give my perception on certain things because like i always say Every every perception is one of the ingredients. You can say like God is a this is an analogy. God is a circle, and each person's perception is like a degree, and everybody's perception it's it gives it adds on another degree to 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 make that whole 360 degree infinity of knowing god so I, that's why i listen to everybody i read different religions different philosophies and i um i'm willing to hear everything but i'm going to start now The mental universe. The universe is mental, held in the mind of the all. The Kabbalion. The all is spirit. But what is spirit? This question cannot be answered for the reason that its definition is practically that of the all, which cannot be explained or defined. Spirit is simply a name that men give to the highest conception of infinite living mind. It means the real essence. It means living mind as much superior to life and mind as we know them. As the latter are superior to mechanical energy and matter. Spirit transcends our understanding And we use the term merely that we may think or speak of the all for the purposes of thought and understanding. We are justified in thinking of spirit as infinite living, living mind. At the same time, acknowledging that we cannot fully understand it, we must either do this or stop thinking of the matter at all. That's what that's one thing that um, that's why I, I always 
See, any anything I say, anything that you read, whether it's the Bible, Quran, any holy books, any books that you read, all mythology, um, even movies. These are it's, it's like a symbol. These things don't doesn't literally explain what a thing is. It's it's pointing to what to a reality or a truth. Words could never define things of a spiritual nature. It, you can only tell a story or or you can create a mythology for it to try to explain and when you hear the mythology or the story you you have to understand it between the words that that in that enlightenment you get when you hear something and then you understand it but you you're not taking the words words are like a a stepping stone or like a a conduit to to go to somebody else another person's ear and and transfer like a a, a concept so that you, you can take it within your, your heart and you understand it there so always keep that in mind like when you anything watching a movie this is an exercise to to try to to try to ex, to exercise your your um your knowing and and trying to understand and being observant one exercise is to watch movies like even even if it's even if it's a movie that it's not like a, a spiritual movie or it has a spiritual concept. You watch the movie and try to see a double meaning in it. Or try to try to get the the um get the the meaning on another level. Not just what's appearing right in the movie. Try to decode it. You can exercise in that way. And and when you do that you when you decode movies that's when you look at your own life and then you could decode your own life on why things are happening and you won't just take everything that's just happening as it's just happening to you but let me continue let us now proceed to a consideration of the nature of the universe as a whole and in its parts. What is the universe? We have seen that there can be nothing outside of the all. Then is the universe the all? No, this cannot be because the universe seems to be made up of many and is constantly changing. And in other ways, it does not measure up to the ideas that we are compelled to accept regarding the all. As stated in our last lesson, 
then if the universe be not the all, then it must be nothing. Such is an inevitable conclusion of the mind at first thought. But this will not satisfy the question, for we are sensible of the existence of the universe. Then if the universe is neither the all nor nothing, what can it be? Let us examine this question. If the universe exists at all or seems to exist, it must proceed in some way from the all. It must be a creation of the all. But as something can never come from nothing, from what could the all have created it? Some philosophers have answered this question by saying that the all created the universe from itself. That is, from the beginning and substance of the all, but this will not do, for the all cannot be subtracted, subtracted from, nor divided, as we have seen, and then again, if this be so, would not each particle in the universe be aware of its being? The all, the all cannot lose its knowledge of itself, nor actually become an atom, or blind force, or lowly living thing. Some men indeed realizing that the all is indeed all, and also recognizing that they, the men, existed have jumped to the conclusion that they and the all were identical. And they have filled the air with shouts of, I am God. To the amusement of the multitude and the sorrow of sages, the claim of the corpuscle that I am man would be modest in comparison. But what indeed is the universe? If it be not the all, not yet created by the all, having separated itself into fragments. What else can it be? Of what else can it be made? This is the great question. Let us examine. We find here that the principle of correspondence comes to our aid here. The old hermetic as above, so below, may be pressed into service at this point. Let us endeavor to get a glimpse of the workings on higher planes by examining those on our own. The principle of correspondence must apply to this as well as to other problems. Let us see. On his own plane of being, how does man create? Well, first, he may create by making something out of outside materials, but this will not do. For there are no materials outside of the all with which it may create. Well, then, secondly, man procreates or reproduces his kind by the process of begetting, which is self-multiplication accomplished by trans transferring a portion of his substance to his offspring but this will not do because the all cannot transfer or subtract a portion of itself 
nor can it reproduce or multiply itself in the first place. There would be a, a taken away, and in the second case, a multiplication or addition to the all, both thoughts being in absurdity. Is there no third way in, in which man creates? Yes, there is. He creates mentally. And in so doing, he uses no outside materials, nor does he reproduce himself. And yet his spirit pervades the mental creation. Following the principle of correspondence, we are justified in considering that the all creates the universe mentally in a manner akin to the process whereby man creates mental images. And here is where the report of reason tallies precisely with the report of illumined as shown by their teachings and writings. Such are the teaching of the wise men. Such was the teaching of Hermes. The all can create in no other way except mentally without either using material and there is none to use or else reproducing itself and i want i want to say um with this with the all creating using no materials you can even you can even see this with yourself you can we we think logically thinking okay for this to happen we have to build we have to use this material gather these tools up build the wall use the studs and nail this and lay that but think about when you go to sleep and you have a dream and then Say if you have a lucid dream where you're very aware in that dream and then you walk into a house. Who built who did somebody take that house and, and build it in your dream? Like wh when was that house built that was in a dream that you saw? And all you did was go to sleep and that house appeared and 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 you see it so that's an example even within yourself there is no escape from this conclusion of the reason which as we have said agrees with the highest teachings of the lumen just as you student may create a universe of your own in your mentality so does the all create universes in its own mentality but your universe is the mental creation of a finite mind, whereas that of the all is the creation of the infinite. The two are similar in kind, but infinitely different in degree. We shall examine more closely into the process of creation and manifestation as we proceed. But this is the point to fix in your minds at this stage. The universe and all it contains 
is a mental creation of the all. Verily, indeed, all is mind. The principle of gender and other lessons to follow is manifested on all planes of life, material, mental, and spiritual. But as we have said before, gender does not mean sex. Sex is merely a material manifestation of gender. Gender means relating to generation or creation. And wherever anything is generated or created on any plane, the principle of gender must be manifested. This this kind of you you say male you say male and female these are the 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 principle of of gender is in everything you can you have a um you usually put male as the generator and um you 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 put the female as created and most and most things that's a generator is usually male as in like a, a plug or the cord with the plug and and then the female with the socket and these are in humans also the male is the masculine and and you got the feminine and you have those attributes to each and you can say the seed the seed of a of a, a fruit is the male and the the soil is the the female where it has everything and nurtures it, nurtures the seed to make another plant. But it's just a, a, a principle. And gender means re- relating to generation or creation. And wherever anything is generated or created on any plane, the principle of gen- gender must be manifested. And this is true even in the creation of universes. Now, do not jump to the conclusion that we are teaching that there is a male and female God or creator. That idea is merely a distortion of the ancient teachings on the subject. Remember, again, when they say God the Father and and they, they put God as a male or Remember, everything, words are just pointing to a higher truth. The words are not for you to take. It's what's in between the words, the enlightenment in between it. It's not literal. So the idea is merely a distortion of the ancient teachings on the subject. The true teaching is that the all in itself is above gender. 
as it is above every other law, including those of time and space. And uh, hold on, I want to say real quick also with the um, words being pointings and and stepping stones and a conduit to to deliver a truth spiritually. When you say say if you was if every if there was a somebody born and they can communicate with you automatically. They was just born but they don't know anything about earth but they was just born and they can talk and whatever you told them they can understand and then they asked you you or you just try to explain to them about air what what would you what would you do to explain air to somebody that just came to earth and know nothing about air and and you have to explain it to them first first they would have to experience it also that too but if you were to to try to tell them your your perception on it you probably would draw a symbol and the symbol the symbol you draw is not air but it represents something that is uncomprehendable or you can't see but you can draw it to something that symbolizes it this is the same thing with like symbols and crosses and stuff like that the cross the crosses and the, the symbols is not what the the thing is it's it's just symbolizing something just the same thing with like with the same same thing with with water if you took if somebody asked what is water you would draw water you might not if you they have there's a symbol for water that symbol isn't water what water is or looks like but it represents something and when you look at it you understand it even electricity when you draw the like those squiggly lines representing electricity but electricity doesn't look exactly like that but it it's it, it's given a symbol for something or you would give a story explaining about the air or water so i i say that to to keep keep in mind which i always do keep in mind that to learn always try to look beyond the words of what somebody else is saying or what you're reading or a movie you're watching that's how you have discernment have a dis discerning spirit because you don't just take anything for face value any you don't just take what you hear and just just agree with it just because you think 
this person is is speaking savvy and they sound good. God even wants you to to doubt him or and look for yourself. And again, when I say him, remember it's not literally. We only have words we can use, but let me keep going. The true teaching is that the all in itself is above gender. As it is above every other law, including those of time and space. <laughs> Do you have you ever meditated and set your alarm clock for a certain time? And then when it's over, you're like, wow, that was quick. And then it was probably like 30 minutes when you check the time. Or you ever you ever fell asleep? And then you just wake up, it felt like five minutes, and then it was hours, or you ever go to work, and you hate your job, and it's taking forever, and then, or you you go to somewhere, and you're having so much fun, and it goes by so quick, so time and space it is the law from which the laws proceed and it is not subject to them but when the all manifests on the plane of generation or creation then it acts according to the law and principle for it is moving on a lower plane and when you when you hear the word plane probably sounds away but plane the physical plane it's not like some place that you you go and you travel to in a in a little sense because this is the physical plane and then when you go to sleep and then what you see in a dream is what they call the astral plane we have the mental mental plane, um, the astral plane. I don't know if I don't know if you remember. Might might be people that's younger people might not notice or remember this, but when you used to have the TVs back in the days where you have like the the um, the black and white screen that's like when it's messed all messed up or like. When you had a, a chant, when you was on a channel and you could see that channel that you were on, but you can see like a little bit of the other channel that was there on a, on the next channel. That's kind of like you, that channel that you're on is the, 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 the say that's the physical plane and the, the channel that's like a little bit in in there but it's on the next channel that's like the astral plane when you're like in when you're awake and conscious in the physical plane and you say you're daydreaming or like you can see the the mental pictures like in your mind in your mind's eye that's like that other other channel but when you go to sleep and then 
your focus in the astral more plane. That's like going over to the next channel that you saw a little bit because now you're not focused on that other channel, which the physical plane. Now you're focused on the, the other one. So now is it's, that's the astral. So that's explaining that a little bit. If you hear like plane and it, it's not nothing like crazy because a lot of times when when people speak about spiritual concepts or like you hear we hear these words, people get turned off because they make it more than what it really is. And and people get turned off and turned away from actually trying to understand it when it's not really nothing too crazy. Okay. And consequently, it manifests the principle of gender in its masculine and feminine aspects on the mental plane. Of course, this idea may seem startling to some of you who hear it for the first time, but you have all really passively accepted it in your everyday conceptions. You speak of the fatherhood of God and the motherhood of nature of God, the divine father and the nature of the universal mother, and have thus instinct instinctively acknowledged the principle of gender in the universe. Is this not so? But the hermetic teaching does not imply a real duality. The all is one. The, the two aspects are merely aspects of manifestation. The teaching is that the masculine principle manifested by the all stands in a way apart from the actual mental creation of the universe. It projects its will towards the feminine principle, which may be called nature, whereupon the, the latter begins the actual work of the evolution of the universe from simple centers of activity on to man, and then on and on still higher, all, all according to well-established and firmly enforced laws of nature if you prefer the old figures of thought you may think of the masculine principle as god the father and of the feminine principle as nature the universal mother from whose womb all things have been born this is more than a mere poetic figure of speech it is an idea of the actual process of the creation of the universe. But always remember that the all is but one and that in its infinite mind, the universe is generated, created and exists. It may help you to get the proper idea if you will imply the law of correspondence to yourself and your own mind. You know that the part of you, which you call I, in a sense, stands apart and witness, witnesses the creation of mental images in your own mind. Remember, 
You see, that it says the I, you which you call the I, in a sense, stands apart and witnesses the creation. You that say I am whoever your name is, remember that's the I, that's you. That's that's the part of you that's looking out of your eyes. That's the part of you that sees the, the your mind. That's you that sees your dreams. The you that sees your dream is the same you that sees other people when you wake up. That's the same you that sees your mind when you close your eyes. That's you that sees even the darkness when you close your eyes and meditate. That's you. The part of your mind in which the mental generation is accomplished may be called the me. In distinction, in distinction from the I, which stands apart and witnesses and examines the thoughts, ideas, and Im images of the me. As above, so below. Remember. And the phenomena of one plane may be employed to solve the riddles of higher or lower planes. Is it any wonder that you, the child, feel that instinctive reverence for the all? Which feeling we call religion, that respect and reverence for the father mind. Is it any wonder that when you consider the works and wonders of nature, you you are overcome with a mighty feeling which has its roots away down in your inmost being? It is the mother mind that you are pressing close up to, like a babe to the breast. Do not make the mistake of supposing that the little world you see around you, the earth, which is a mere grain of dust in the universe, is the universe itself. There are millions upon millions of such worlds and greater, and there are millions of millions of such universes in ex existence within the infinite mind of the all, and even in our own little solar system there are regions and planes of life far higher than ours and beings compared to which we earthbound mortals are as the slimy life forms that dwell on the ocean bed when compared to man there are beings with powers and attributes higher than man have ever dreamed of gods possessing and yet these beings were once as you and still lower and you will be even as they and still higher in time. For such is the destiny of man as reported by the illumined. And death is not is not real. Even in the relative sense, it is but birth to a new life. And you shall go on and on and on to higher and still higher planes of life for eons upon eons of time. The universe is your home and you shall explore its farthest recess 
before the end of time. You are dwelling in the infinite mind of the all. And your possibilities and opportunities are infinite. Both in time and space. And at the end of the grand cycle of eons, when the all shall draw back in itself all of its creations, you will go gladly. For you will then be able to know the whole truth of being at one with the all. Such is the report of the illumined. Those who have advanced well along the path and in the meantime, rest calm and serene. You are safe and protected by the infinite power of the father-mother mind. There is not one who is fatherless nor motherless in the universe. That's the end of that chapter. If you want to ask me anything or even email me or or just have a conversation about something I like to hear other people's perception on things so you can email me or or message me to get in contact with me and um, I'll do another one tomorrow or if you want to have a book in mind I can do that alright